begin to know when but then i know it's wreckers strong wasn't the ord mantel and ord mantel became ryloff i can't keep it on tin we know that who'd have believed you'd come along hands touching hands reaching out cloning me Cloning you, oh, 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 sweet Rekka. Bum, bum, bum. Star Wars never seemed so good. So good, so good. I've been inclined, bum, 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 to believe it never would, but now I start the nerk. You know, you started that off and I was like, oh, I don't know. And then you totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> it took me a minute. I was like, what? I know this. Well, it's, yeah, you this? know it, but it's because I can't keep a tune and we all yeah. know this. When you said I can't keep the tune, it's like, okay, well, there's the reason. You got the head tilt. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Let's get this camera down a little bit here. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. There we go. Now I want to go to karaoke. I do too. That's a great karaoke song. We should do that soon. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. You guys might know us or may want to find us, either one online um, on the Twitch. Uh, Chris over there streams as uh, Guyver UNT01, G U Y V E R UNT01. And I stream under KSIG, that's K underscore S-I-G. And you can usually find us every Saturday night at the very least, um, roughly, what, 8 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Central Time? Yeah, give or take. Doing uh, indie horror games and then then our own personal schedules off and on throughout the week. So Mm -hmm. if you guys haven't checked that out, it's fun. Chris screams like a little bitch, and it's amazing. Yeah, I do. All the time. (laughs) uh, uh, It's a good time. It is a good time. We we try and play to play together a lot, but uh, yeah. summer is my super busy time at work, so it has not been um, not been easy to stream lately. And you have to be with streaming. You have to be on also. Yep. Yep. Like you it's, can't. It's you hard can't to be keep tired. A yeah. Well, and you can't be tired. You have to put on that smiley face. Mm-hmm. Got to put on the happy face. Got to put on the happy face. You don't want to be those streamers who like bitch. Yeah. You're not giving me money. Yeah. Whatever, I'm going to do it regardless. Not bitch, but like, <laughs> I'm, I still might bitch a little bit. Not about that. I'll get eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to have fun. But yeah, the the uh, the chats that are usually a good time, they're fun. Uh, and if you guys aren't uh, in the Discord either, those links are down in the bio. And um, there you'll find clips from us doing that. You'll find stuff about the, the podcast. It's mainly for the podcast and the community. Um, other people that... Um, have ideas and things to share other streamers as they're putting stuff out, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in there. So you guys be sure and join that. Okay. 
So we are back at episode 13 of the Bad Batch called Infested. You mm-hmm. would think that is a wound. Yeah, something that should be looked at. Maybe well, technically, to... I guess this would be kind of like a wound that should be looked at. <gasps> it is. Ooh. It is. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, we all learned a valuable lesson that day. We <laughs> Don't stick your finger in it. Um, More than once. More than once. Like, yeah. if you scream too loud, people will wonder what you're doing. Um, <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what did Prop say last night when we were ghost hunting on uh, Ghost Hunting Corps? Like, you ran out the front door, I ran out the back door. Like, Any door's an entrance if you're adventurous. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that was a brilliant line, so bravo mm. to props. Bravo to props. And then, uh, oh, Chof last night. Chof. Haha, Chof is the last one alive. A lot. A lot. How does he's, that happen? He's How good did at that, that game. Last he's time? good at that game. He is really good at that has game. Has he been practicing without us? Or does he I just like to you he has? Wait until we're all dead and he's like, I'll go, I'll be the savior. You now. know, have you noticed he hangs around in the van a lot when he we're does. inside? Yep. Yep. That's what happens. Even if that's not true, that's what we're saying. Yep. It's out so, on the internet now. It has to be true. It's true. <sighs> So infested. Let's start the episode. Um. So this one acts like a filler episode. It does. I don't think it's a filler episode, though. I think this is setting it up for the final three episodes. I think that where something big's going to happen, because okay. I, why would you put a filler episode just before the last three? We were we were talking about this a little bit before the show, and you brought up that point because I felt. Find my my thoughts on it flip flop like early on uh, mid episode. Okay, let me go back to it. Beginning of the episode, it felt very fillerish. This is like, oh, we got another fetch quest thing going. Then mid episode, we kind of got a Stop little bit trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> then mid midway through, we got the new characters introduced and this whole new dynamic that's going on. It's like, oh, now we're we're setting up for an arc. Like this, this sets up for another, you know, two to three episode arc to wrap things up. And then the end of the episode, I was like, okay, they could have wrapped it up there. And there was nothing mm-hmm. else. There was nothing going on from the Empire through this whole episode. There was nothing from, you know, so nothing I'm, definitive. <laughs> nothing definitive. So I'm 50 50. It's like it could be filler, it could be setting up stuff that's going to happen next season. I, it, it would be a weird setup for a final arc unless something crosses over with all the parties involved and the Empire getting involved because the Empire wasn't involved with anything this time around. So Actually, they weren't, know. were they? Mm-mm. No, and I, you, you would think that the, the final push for the end of the season is going to be Empire heavy with Crosshair and all that. And, you know, there was no mention of There was none of that in this episode. I, I'm holding out that this is setting up for something. Me too. Me too. I, I'm, I'm confident this isn't the last we're going to see of Roland. Oh no, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, and he, when we'll we'll talk about him when he comes up, but he was uh, potentially an interesting character. Uh, and you know, we kind of thought this, or I thought the same thing about Sid when we first, yeah, saw her. Then I was like, okay, well, this will be it. And I was totally wrong. You were totally <laughs> now right. Now she's on episode thirteen. Now she's in all of the episodes. 
So I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm curious to see how they're going to push it. We only have two left this season. So. All right. So let's hit the play button. Let's do it. Infested. Yeah, and it's just so you guys know, uh, if oh, you've yeah, never uh, watched or listened before, we do go through and we we uh, we're doing the uh, the watch together thing on Disney Plus um, group watch, right? Whatever right. it's called, group watch. I always get it wrong, but uh, we kind of go through these episodes. Anything that the we Disney do, Disney orgy, mm-hmm, a dorgy, a dorgy, and we go through these like scene by scene, and we look for little. Easter eggs and things. This is our chance to watch it together and talk about it together. Like we we watch it once before we come in here, then we watch it together as we're doing this and we break it down and we'll give timestamps and things out for you guys. So it'll typically run a little longer than the episode of the source material. So buckle up for that. Buckle up, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kyle said, it's I don't know. I can't expand on that. I thought I had something brilliant, then I lost it. Uh, I went on. I went on too long. No, you're fine. I just literally lost it because mm. I was staring at the screen. I'm like, this is a really pretty scene. It is. Does it look like an old like Russian palace? Yeah, I can see that. What is that? Was it the Kremlin? Maybe. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not sure, but possibly. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's a be. We said it before, like the animation's just getting so good. The the extent of my knowledge of Russian architecture comes from Tetris game covers. So Tetris. I love Tetris. <laughs> okay. We see a shuttle coming in and it's a modified Omicron attack shuttle, so we know it's the boys. And Omega. Yep. They're the landing. Fam's here. The whole family's here. The fam's here. They're coming out and they're saying, you know, Sid better pay us extra for that mission. And of course, Wrecker's like, it wasn't so bad. So you think they did that to show that some time has passed since the last episode? Yeah, I think they did. Um, they said, you know, she also didn't mention that the loading zone was filled with Gundarks. Um, Kyle, what's a Gundark? A Gundark is, uh, they're often used as a metaphor to indicate something dangerous. So this was, um, it's actually a large creature mm-hmm. native to the planet Vancor, I think it was. Yeah, V-A-N-Q-O-R. All right, right. And they were mentioned in... Um, and the Empire Strikes Back for the first time, if you believe it or not. Um, and the phrase was, look strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gundark. Mm-hmm. And then they actually showed them in the Clone Wars TV series. You just, do you um, remember what they looked like? Oh, no, 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 it was explained, Attack of the Clones. No, I don't remember what they look like at all. Let's see if I can kind of take a... Ooh. Like a gander. I mean, ooh, like, they're like a giant ogre looking... They look oh, like they could be I in World of them. Warcraft. They do, don't they? Yeah. Look very WoW-like. Like, wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Well, they're in the Okay, they are kind of awesome looking. They look like, yeah, they're ogre like, They're like giant no, goblins. Okay. So, like, kind of looking at it here. Oh, okay, so they were talking about Gundark. So, looking at, okay, um, you're looking at the images of it, right? Right. And it has this, like, like maybe you could see it in Doom. Like it, I don't know. It looks like a Doom 
version yeah, of a, in, the, in the desert of a giant bunny because it's got like it's probably like feathers and they have big teeth the little pointy ears on the top have you of, seen troll hunter almost look like horns i have not but i think i got okay, a thing here because like it's got an it interesting looks like color palette. like all the ones i'm seeing they're like a really like of a crimson like bloody color almost right most of right. them and so that really makes me think that wherever so where oh, they go? Shit. yeah go ahead i know where this is now you had me for a second then Damn, all of a sudden i went on me. too long yeah i was gonna say yeah you went on too long if you would have oh, ended it about three seconds before I was trying not to lean into it too heavy, and I leaned you into it had too me. heavy. No, you had me, because I'm looking at this. I'm just really paying. I'm like, yeah, it's red. It's red, right? It's red. That one was too obvious. That one was too Mephisto. obvious. Son of a bitch. Okay, you went I'm on like too long. Eight for nine now. Oh, I'm glad I could be a part of that. Okay, so they're walking in. Yeah, yeah, you probably will. And they're like, it's not the first time Sid's lift out key date details and... You know, this is like normal for them. And then all of a sudden they're walking in and you see like three guys dressed in the same armor, same helmet, looking at them. This is cool armor though. It is cool armor. I, I don't I've never noticed seen it anywhere before. Have you seen it before? I so it kind of looks like the armor that they wore on in solo and then in um I think in the Clone Wars. There was one. I wish Coda was here today. Uh, it it was familiar. It was familiar, looking. but I couldn't place it. I'll put and it that way. Here's the thing: like a lot of these suits of armor, I guess we can call them suits of armor, like this that you see in the Star Wars universe. Like a lot of this armor has a very it's all across the galaxy, a fairly similar feel. When you're like in this big plate armor, like from your stormtroopers to these guys, to even some of your bounty hunters and the man, you know, there's there's like a similar feel to it. So I think maybe that's why it seems familiar. Yeah, you could be right. Like there's some cool, unique armor, but everything seems like it's, you know, All within a, from the same mold, within a few degrees variants of whatever everybody else is wearing. Seven degrees to Mandalorian armor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're Kevin Baconing their, their personal defenses. Armor. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Baconing it. Yeah. They walk in and Sid's bar is just packed. And... Echo goes, you know, when did this place get so popular? And Hicks like, who are they? And Hunter's like, yeah, it's not our problem. Let's find Sid. They're walking towards Sid's office, and out walks two. Um, not, I mean, aliens. Shark people. Shark. Shark people. <laughs> They're walking out with these lanky bodies, long arms, and tiny heads. Looks like lead suits. Who? Those of us who have watched. Clone Wars know that these are the Pikes, the Pike syndicates. Um, they were also in Solo there. too. What? For those of us that watch the source original source material, I'm not. It's not throwing shade at you. I'm just saying that's that's where we know them from. Actually, we watched all. The, no, actually, we watched them all because we most of us didn't get dates when we were younger, so we know they're the Pikes. Not all of us had cable. I didn't have cable. I had the internet. Or internet. I had rabbit ears. After college, and just... Hooked <laughs> to a digital converter. Yeah, it was good times. Did you make Frank hold those up? 
Nope, should have though. We had Dish then. Does he even listen to this? I think so. If he does, then Frank, you can say something, but he's not in our Discord. Get mm. in there, Frank. It'd be nice to have him in there. It'd or on nice. the show. We gotta have him for the conspiracy show. Okay, cool. Well, get him on. Get him part of it. Yep. We see the pikes heading out. They were also in solo. That was the facility that they were at mining the spice. Oh, um, yeah. The mask guard goes, you know, where do you think you're going? And all of a sudden, the guard's down on the ground. And Hunter walks in. These guards pull up blasters and in while, you know, the in Clone Force 99 all pulls their blasters out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And this alien who we've seen the first time, not this guy, but the species was first introduced in A New Hope in the bar. Um, they are, uh, what are they called? Devorians? Devorians, yeah. They're they're the ones who look like what you would think of as a traditional devil. The ones with the horns Mm -hmm. and like the, you know, like just kind of the evil looking eyes and the sharp teeth. And the guy, we saw, we saw the species, it was in the cantina scene, right? Right. Was he a different shade? Like, different color? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought he was like more purplish for some reason. I had to think back. Um, this guy's a little bit lighter, but for the most part, he's about the same color. Okay. I was thinking there was like a purple tinted variant of this species. I somewhere. think there is. I think we've seen them earlier in the in the Bad Batch. I okay. have to go back and re-reference it, but I think I think you're right. Um, he's this guy goes. You know, it's rude to butt in butt into one's office unannounced. And uh, he's sitting there just petting his poopsie. Hunter goes, this isn't your office. And the guy, the Durian goes, you know, guess again. And Omega points out, you know, he's petting this little thing. And she goes, you know, Omega goes, Ruby. Where did we see Ruby from before? That's what Was Ruby with Sid? I think she might have been with Sid. I'm trying to remember because I this made me feel like I should remember Ruby. I don't really remember Ruby much. You want to Google that real quick while I'm doing this? Yeah. So she goes, the Durin goes, you know, she's my prize pet. And Omega's like, what are you doing with her? And he said, I paid Sid delivered. Oh, maybe that's where it's from. They had to go capture for him. Capture Ruby. Yeah. Oh, episode seven rescued a lizard named Ruby. Wait, what? Hold on here. Yeah, they had to rescue a wizard, the lizard named Ruby. Oh, so he was the real. Okay, here we go. So back in episode seven of the show, Clone Force 99 rescued a lizard named Ruby Omega in typical fashion, had grown attached to the creature who reciprocated the affection. In episode 13, to find Ruby's real owner has arrived. So, that's from fans. Oh, so Ruby got away. Okay. Well, they they were, they rescued Ruby probably in some off-screen mission. Maybe. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Possibly. That's what I'm getting out of that. I'll have to go back and rewatch episode seven. Seven, I think. They go, you know, where's Sid? And this guy goes, Sid's out. This parlor and Ord Mantel are now my territory. 
but if you're looking for work, I might have use to, for you. And Hunter's like, yeah, mm, we're good. We'll think about it. And the guy just smirks and goes, you do that. He walks out and then Hunter makes the decision. We're getting off here. You know, tech prep the ship. You guys we're, go look for supplies. And Omega's like, what does she mean that Sid's out? And, you know, tech being tech's like, you know, given his tone, it's plausible assumption that Sid was either forced out or taken out. So Sid was either, you know, just forced out of her bar or killed. Mm -hmm. And like then Omega stuff. Okay. They were trying to keep it kind of low key to save Omega a little bit. And then tech's like, actually, actually, as a matter of fact, being tech. Yeah. Tech has no diplomacy. Um, Omega's like, you know, we got to help Sid. And then we hear this voice inside their ship, and there's Sid just leaning up against it. Says, "Nice to see one of you cares inside now." Hey, she's fellas! Still, yeah, she's still <laughs> giving them orders. And inside the ship on Gonky, you see the only two patrons she ever has in the bar playing cards on top of him. <laughs> yeah, well, Gonky's serving a purpose. Good for Gonky. Good for Gonky. And Sid's like, you know, this guy's a former client and the son of a crime boss, and. Son of crime boss, Issa Durand. Have we heard that name before? I don't think we have. Uh, nope, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can find some stuff on him. Keep going. I'll do my research. Uh, and oh, Roland's trying to make a name for himself by joining up with the Pikes, which I said before, the Pike Syndicate, you don't want to do. And she said, you know, why here? And the port's connected to multiple hyperspace routes, ideals for smuggling. So that's why we know why and her parlor's right in the middle of it that's why we know sid is in the middle of everything so because, Issa, uh Issa mm -hmm. duran also never like this is the first ex New uh, character. appearance um and we hear him t you know uh, roland talking about his mom later that's his mom he's his mom his oh he's his mom okay yeah that's so, his mother his mother so she's like you know sid's like we got to get my place back and hunter's like we in Sid just plainly puts it. If I lose, you lose. Don't forget about how good I've been at keeping secrets. And, and tech, mean tech, I believe she's threatening us. And she's like, you're quick. And Omega's like, well, we need to help her. When we needed help, she was there for us. Now she needs help. We can't walk away. And she's like, you tell him, Tiny. <laughs> and, and she, get you know, him, girl. The, get her, girl. She convinces the rest of the Clone Force 99 to, to do it. So... Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting how Sid threatened him too. It's like, mm, I haven't told anyone about you, so you're going to do this. Yeah, I like that that she threatens him and then Omega's like, she helped us before, now we have to help her. Like she's blackmailing you right now. Uh-huh. But whatever. <laughs> whatever, fine. Omega hasn't learned that yet. Who cares? Mhm. Mm Next thing you know, we see Sid uh walking with a batch and she's like her informant tells her that the Roland's got a buyer coming tonight and the shipment of spice in the back office. And the pikes are basically coming to get it. And so she wants to go steal the spice. So it goes bad. If you remember, spice was being harvested in, again, solo. Um, where else have we heard spice from? Um, it came up in the original trilogy, I thought. Let's see here. 
I had but you and notes. I were talking about this earlier. Like usually when I think of spice, the first thing I think of is a certain movie franchise or boat series. Oh, you're thinking of Dune. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. usually what I think of. Um wasn't it also in The Spice? Was it in Skyrim or no, that was Skuma. Wasn't there wasn't Spice also illegal somewhere in the Elder Scrolls? Something or another? Uh, I know Skuma maybe. was. Uh but like it was uh, introduced in New Hope because that's what Solo owed to mm-hmm. Jabba. Yep. It was the spice. Um, he'll get his money. Tell him he'll get his money. Get his, tell Jabba he'll get his money. So basically, Sid's plan is to make it so Roland can't deliver the spice and then the pikes will be after him. So Sid's like, mm, you know, I get what I want. She finds this little manhole, opens it up, and she goes, start climbing, tough guys. They go down into the underbelly of Ord Mantel. Yeah. Trying to overthrow super positive Devorian Roland Duran. Well, I don't think he's super positive, though. <laughs> she said... You know, this is the what's underground is the old mining of Ord Mantel. And where is it? What she says here. We use the carts and to get over there. And Tech's like, they're not in the best shape, but I can get the motors operational. And Sid, Sid goes, No, motors are too loud. This is a stealth mission. You guys are good at this. She's like, Tiny goggles, you're with me. I love how she doesn't call anyone by their name. Now, remind me later in the episode when we get to seeing the carts again. Mm-hmm. I made a very weird connection to some other things, and if I don't think about it now, I'll forget. But there's okay. there's there's something that I have that may be good for this. These are like the old mine carts that had like little levers, the pump levers. <laughs> Except one person does it on yeah. the. Well, no, it's got two, but it's got two, but have, nobody's helping. No, they have Sid and Wrecker doing it. Yeah. I'm well, too, supposed too physically to. strongest. It's pretty stout. Like, She's her species is very stout. They're strong. She pulls some Yoda stuff every now and then. You'll see her. She'll do something like like that, like pet, you know, doing that and being all like badass and strong or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she'll get back on her little walking stick and clank, 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 clank. Like she's an old lady, but she's not. She's like, you guys got to be careful when we're here because this these caverns have a slight infestation problem and it starts to make sense now why it's called infested and we have a title and record goes we're not afraid of a few bugs and it's like hey it won't be a problem if you shut the hell up (laughs) such a freaking trap wrecker trap wrecker so she's like big guy get the door wrecker opens it for him and they start you know, now they're under Gondor to under Sid's office. But then the middle of this cavern, like Grand Central Station, is like mm-hmm. you see all these webs everywhere. It's huge. Old like abandoned mining it's, operation. It's yeah. cool looking. I mean, us just saying it's huge. Don't begin to do this justice how big mm-hmm. they made this on uh, the scale. Yeah. And then we hear some, we hear some, uh, Wings flapping and record gets spooked because you know he's up high and he doesn't like it. Drops his flashlight. 
because that's what he does. That's what he does. At least he didn't it's, fall. It's, no. It's, it's like, what did I say? And Wrecker's like, it was an accident. And then you start hearing the screeching. And they're just, you know, they got the flashlights down there. And they're just sitting there. I, if it was me, I'd keep going. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, but, I wonder what that sound of death was. Let's stop and <laughs> observe it. But then you hear everything stops. And they're like, okay, we're good. Let's go. Like, no, Hunter, if you were a good leader, I would have been going the whole time. Be like, yeah, screw you guys. Paddle faster. Faster. So they're moving along. They're moving along. They're moving along. Next thing you know, they're under Sid's office and they get in. We're waiting for this to catch up to us. Yeah, I'm caught up with you here. Um, so like we know, like, I mean, she's a smuggler. Mm-hmm. She's going to have secret tunnels. She's going to have different ways, ins and outs of things. And, and so her back office is literally behind her office. But they, they said, you know, they need to make sure that Roland's distracted. So she uh, pages her White Walker friend. <laughs> Who's eating? Uh-huh. Mantel Mix. Mantel Mix. He's, like, intimidating looking. We find out later he's not so much. Nope. Well, he's the same species as Hondo. Yeah. And he starts dropping the Mantel Mix, and Ruby's like, wee, wee, <laughs> wee, wee. Ruby's a cool-looking... Whatever Ruby is. Looks like an armadillo. Or it's like that um South American armadillos. Oh yeah. Very distinctive looking. Fun fact, my nephew can't say armadillo. He calls them armadildos. <laughs> and you don't try and stop him, do you? No, you you get a kid saying something like that, you don't correct him, like just go with it. No. Because <laughs> they're gonna cover it like sometime in school. Like, oh, animals of the Southwest. Does anybody know what this is? And he's gonna have his hand up waving, I know. It's an armadildo. Does he go, my mom has lots of those. <laughs> so next thing you know, Ruby's over there and they catch Slugface and uh, Wrinkle Bottom catch Ruby. Slugface and Wrinkle Bottom. And we see Cone Force 99 going through the this little hole in Sid's office. And like they have these giant rats everywhere. It's kind of gross. We're like, oh, we thought Wrecker was a slob. And Sid's yelling at him, just go get my shit. Mm -hmm. So they open up the crate and scans it. And All yep, six crates. Yep, space cocaine. So it's a hell of a drug. Mm -hmm. You think Wrecker's going to get high off and be like, fuck y'all shuttle. <laughs> just kicking his boots around. Yeah. Um. They notice that Roland notices that Ruby's gone and they're like, she's nowhere to be found. I'm like, keep looking. And Ruby's making a lot of noise and Ruby's just kind of growling at him and they run off and Roland hears it. So Slugface and Wrinkle Bottom just run off. Runs off in his turtleneck onesie thing. <laughs> I can't get over that. outfit ever. I can't get over that. I'm hoping we see some action figures of these two characters though. And they call him Slugface and Wrinkle Bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Roland grabs his little poop scene, is like, you know, scratching its belly. Ruby. And, uh, flash fact same sounds that Kyle makes if he scratches belly. It is. It is. And Roland, they're Easily walking back pacified in. Chubby guy. 
<laughs> it's good for you. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't worry. You know, basically, he's, like, he's talking to Ruby. Daddy will find those two and kill them. <laughs> they lock the office. <laughs> Daddy would, Daddums will take care of it. They, the Clone Force 99 locks the office. His guards can't get in. Roland pushes him out of the way and just shoots the shoots nope. the locking mechanism. I don't know who's making these locking ne- mechanisms in mm-hmm. the galaxy, but by now, you think they would have figured out that, hey, we have a flaw. People can shoot these and they open. Like, it happens a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's really not a really good lock because everybody apparently knows that's how you open them. You What's think the after of... 40 years they would redesign it? Yeah, no, nope. no, nope. still cranking them out. Speaking of cranking, now they're cranking those <laughs> mine carts <laughs> across the across the chasm. Comes a meat wagon. <laughs> Perfect timing. Roland's guard is in pursuit. This part, this right here. Okay, I like this. So we have multiple. Here's here's pausing. Where I made my connection. Does this scene remind you of anything? Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah, we're in there. They're in the minecarts. They're in the minecarts. Both and done by Lucas Films, by the way. Both starring Harrison Star, Ford. Who, well, yeah, Harrison Ford was also, you know, obviously Star Wars. And Data. And, and Data. Short round. Short round. And but when we first saw saw Solo in A New Hope, he was in trouble for losing a shipment of spice. Oh, just the tip, touching just the tips. Connect the dots. Touching the tips. Um, oh, this cannot be a coincidental no. thing. They're just they, they can't be. It can't be. Can it? No. It can't be. I'm sticking with it that we've got something that... I'm going to see if anybody else has thought of this. I wonder if we'll see Han at any point here. That would be so cool. Because this is a right around the time period, you know? Well, no, 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 no. I think we figured out that the Empire was around for like 30, 40 years before that, or after this. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, he'd been around. I'm trying to see if anybody's thought of this if not bravo that's i like great job uh, well, it's, just, it's, it's just your typical minecart finds fight scene yeah. where they're you know AV they make them crash into each it. other and she's like if those laser brains woke, woke the hive we're all dead and then you hear this screeching and they get back into the main part with all the webs Mm-hmm. And Omega's looking down, and she's like, Sid, I don't like this. And Sid's looking down. And Sid doesn't say a word. Sid's always got something to say, so you know it's bad. This would have been a perfect time for somebody to say that they have a bad feeling about this. I've um, got a bad... Yes, it would have. I'm sorely missing that line through this show. They should have done it. That's a thing. That should be... That's, like, always a thing. But then and, all of a sudden, you see... Oh, yeah. Millions... Millions insects popping up. These flying insects. Kind of reminds me of that scene from Wreck It Ralph when he's in the shooter game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the battle. Like the uh, what would that be equivalent to? Not sure. I don't know. Also, a little Starship Troopers esque. Completely. But. 
they figure out real quick that they don't like the light. These bugs do not like the lights and they mm -hmm. avoid it. Yeah. Which makes sense they live because they live in a cavern. Yeah. That's probably why when he dropped the flashlights that they didn't come out originally. Yeah, that's true too. And then these things start getting the spice. They're not getting the people, but they're getting the spice. And they knock their little mining cart, one of the mining carts off. And Echo's like, forget the spice, let's go. You know, they're just trying to get out of there with their lives at this point. Mm -hmm. And so they are, they're all, they made it to the door. Wrecker shuts it and squishes one of them and the sickening green pus comes out. Ew. I got the goo on me. Mm -hmm. And Omega's like, well, at least we got rid of the spice, right? And Sid just gives this look to Tech. <laughs> and they go off. And you see one of those bugs just kind of twitching on the ground. And I got Roland clutching his pearls. But <laughs> Spin. That's, that's a big problem in this universe. Yeah. Good. What would we say? Squishy bottom and wrinkle face? No. What'd you call him? Slug face and and uh, wrinkle bottom. Slug face and wrinkle bottom, not squishy bottom and slug face. Okay, yeah. Pleading for their life, like they're, they're they ratted Sid out. I want I want to see how that plays out. Exactly. So, flash fact: the guy who plays Roland's voice, I know I've heard his voice somewhere before, and he does. He does a lot of voiceover work, but he was writer, the main character in Mass Effect Andromeda. So I'm like, oh, that's where I knew his voice from. I'm Chris, big Mass Effect guy. I love Mass Effect. It's probably one of my favorite series. Mm -hmm. Trying to get Kyle into it. I'm getting a little bit at a time, a little bit. Have you played any of the single player yet? Mm -mm. No, I just did what we did with multiplayer. Did you? The single player is where it's at. Because they actually we... do such a great job. So Getting a good look at the pikes as they come in. They're very like stingray looking. Front oh on. yeah, they, I guess they are, aren't they? Like this helmets. Their helmets. That's that's what I. Yeah, I get a real stingray vibe from them. I get a real, very Egyptian vibe from them. Ooh, yeah. Like the tut mask and just kind of the way it looks like. Almost they weren't like they're almost wearing capes. Mm -hmm. They're not, but just the way it looks. It's a cool look. It's very interesting. I like the Pikes. Pikes are some of my favorite villains. The Species. Pike Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And the leader of the Pikes, I know his voice somewhere before, too. I just can't figure out from where. Um, actually, I'm going to look that up. You go on from here while I'm looking that part okay. up. So here's, the Pikes are making good on their thread. They're like, you screwed up. This is what we're seeing right now in this cartoon is a drug deal gone bad. 100%. Um, they they start to threaten Roland. He's like, you know, I said, get your money. Suggest you go back to Obadiah and wait. Um, and they're not even faced. Like they've got guns pulled on them, everything. Not even flinching. They're letting Roland. I like how he worded this. Like usually you hear somebody say, "You're out of your element." And you're stepping. You know, you're over your head. Whatever he goes, you are out of your depth, Duran. I like that line a lot. That was like such a cool line. Well, and they're telling them, like, you're either going to fix this or you and your entire family will uh, experience what pain truly feels like. Well, and here's the thing about that, too. They don't, there's no, 
emotion in that voice. It's very just, it's matter of factly. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of catch that later too, because Sid brings it up later. Like the reiterating what he says here that, you know, we're going to wish we were dead after what they're going to do. So it, it's, they must be masters of torture. They're not, they're not going to kill you. They're going to make you suffer and suffer some more and suffer some more until you wish you were dead. Don't screw us over. Very okay, intimidating. So I think his name is Liam O'Brien. His name Bolo sounds familiar. Pike. I guarantee you he's done anime work that we've heard of. Liam O'Brien. That's not the Liam off of uh, Undermine. I was thinking that Liam was the name of the character. No, I'm trying to find it, but it's going. IMDb is going slow. Keep going. I'm looking this up because this is going to bug me till I figure it out. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that's the Liam from um, uh, Final Crit- Fantasy Advent Children. Critical Role. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's why we know him. Yep. There it is. He's such a good voice actor. Also in Asherah's Wrath as Asherah. Final Fantasy. He's Red, uh, Red 12 or Red 13. He oh, he's done also... a few voices already on this show. Yeah, I just couldn't remember what. He does the voice of Bolo. Who's Bolo? Bolo's. Which one's Bolo? But he's the Pike. That's Bolo. right. That's where you're from. Oh, he's Bolo. He's is... Superhero Girls. Um, dang it. Bolo's the one with the turtleneck onesie. Oh, Slugface. Slugface. He's also Zod in DC Superhero Girls. He was in... We talked about him earlier in the series. I remember the character Rainy. And Rainy sounds familiar. He did the voice of that. He's been a tactical droid. He was a scrapper. He's done several voices on here. He's also... That's where else I know him. He plays Doctor Strange in all the animated series stuff. Avengers Assemble. Super Spider-Man. Oh, he is. He's great. He was in Mobile Suit Gundam, the new one. That's where else I know him from. He's Gara from Naruto. There you go. You know, uh, that's it's that gravelly voice. That's where I know him from mostly. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm good now. I'm good. Okay. So where are we? Um, I don't know. <laughs> With a <laughs> rabbit hole? Like a, a good rabbit hole though anytime like especially with voice actors i love oh yeah now they talk bolo and catch i love when we find this you know and we've talked about this off show a lot there was a, a documentary on netflix called i know that voice yep, yep and it talks about what we just had happen like i know i've heard that before i've heard it before i know i've heard that guy and, and uh it's a really cool documentary if you guys haven't watched it um about voice acting and the, there's a lot of interviews with uh, the actors on there and like how they do what they do. And, you know, there's certain styles and why certain ones are more recognizable than the others. And the ones that could really change their voice where you have no idea what they were doing. But um, I like it a lot. Uh, you know, John Maggio is like my favorite voice actor and he's on there quite a bit, but uh, yeah, so there's that. So this kind of makes me sad when you were talking about this too. So, Kyle and I had a good buddy of ours who was supposed to be on the show just before we started this. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
named Brad. Brad was a, he was getting to be a pretty well-known voice actor in the community. Like he did a lot of big stuff. Yeah. I think he was very well-known within the, the community was. itself. Yeah. And, and again, to be more well-known mainstream to fans. Right. And Brad literally sadly passed just before our first episode. Like two weeks before? Yeah, just died in his sleep. So it, it just kind of hit me when we were talking about that. So now that I've sufficiently brought down the show, the tone of the show, let's go on to some happy stuff of how Sid's getting her office back. Yeah. How Sid got her office back. <laughs> it's That's like what how they Stella got her group back. <laughs> how Sid got her office back. <laughs> we got her episode title. <laughs> okay. How Sid got her parlor back. I got to write that down. Or how Sid got her groove back. You can go with whatever. No, how Sid got her office back. I like that one. Yeah. How Sid got her office back. Got office back. So I need, I think for this one, I need to take a picture of how Stella got her groove back and just put Sid's face on it. Do it. You're better at the photoshopping things than I am. So, um, oh, for those of you listening, go back. And so we're recording this on a Sunday. But, you know, this one will come out on a Wednesday. And the one coming out tomorrow is the final Loki episode. Mm-hmm. We got a great cover for that one. Yep. So go, back, go check it out. Much Check out Chris's crack shot Photoshop skills. Shit, I'm not that good. They're just funny. I just come up with good ideas sometimes. The Once in a while, bad. I have a good one. So... Sid's, uh, you know, they're like, Sid's go, come on, let's go to my office. And they're, they're like, mm, you know, aren't, aren't you afraid that Roland's going to be there? And she goes, I told you, you know, the Pikes will take care of this for us. I told you they don't take kindly to unpaid debts. And they're walking to her bar and there's lots of dead guards around Roland's dead guards. All they had a the hell place. of a party. They did. Look at all these guys taking naps. <laughs> yes, naps. They're all napping. So it's like, see, I told you. Then all of a sudden you see Roland coming out, and then the pikes are pushing him out. He's in handcuffs, and he, Roland goes, see, that's her. That's the one you want. And it's like, the pike goes, it's come to my attention that you have stolen our shipment of spice. Return it to us, and we will consider this issue resolved. It's not, you know, he's not saying, or else. It's just like, you know, give us our mm-hmm. stuff. We're done. Yeah. And Sid's denying it. She's like, we don't have any spice. And the pike goes, you know, kill them. And then Hunter's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't have the spice on us. We know where it is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then the pike goes, you know, my patience is wearing thin. If you know where the spice is, then you should have no problem retrieving it. Till you do, the child stays here. And then the batch pulls their guns and Sid's like, and, you know, Hunter's like, not happening. And the bike goes, I love, you misunderstand. This is not a negotiation. He's just so cool the entire time. Mm-hmm. And Sid's like, if I may. Okay. So at this point, I was halfway expecting Sid to go up and do something very Sid-like and like try to talk to him like she does, like walk up and kind of flick him on but, his little yeah. tendril, hang down. Listen, guy, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, don't flick my tendril. He's like, listen, tiny face. <laughs> She calls him about how she sees him. Listen, tiny face. Listen here, stingray butt. <laughs> stingray butt. <laughs> you go, I see your face is tiny. What else is tiny down there? Yeah. Oh, crap. I was about to make 
bring up the point that we haven't made a dick joke the entire episode. And there it is. It's not an EGTN episode unless we make a dick joke. Thank you. All right. See you guys next week. See ya. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. We're going Uh, if you guys don't realize, Kyle and I have a lot of fun doing these. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we make a lot of dick jokes. If you didn't catch on, jokes. lots of just everywhere dicks. Because we're five. Mm-hmm. And so it's just basically telling them, listen, dickweeds. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, is, is that? I mean, is that what you got from this? I wasn't ready. <laughs> but is, isn't that what you got the, from her tone on this? Yeah. listen dickweeds i told you you know you don't fuck with the pikes listen here narc listen here narc (laughs) that should be the title hey dickweeds how sid got her office back um you know she just she she puts her hand on hunter's arm to lower his gun she's she tells him you know the pikes are not someone you want to make enemies with and Wrecker's like, we can't leave Omega. And then Sid tells him, we don't have a choice. We have to get the spice. And once we return it, you know, Omega will be fine. And they call them tarot creatures, if you notice, too. Like pterodactyls. And then they figure out, you know, they're nocturnal insects. Don't like the light. And then Sid says, Muscles and I will rappel down into the cavern and locate the crates. The rest I of you dickweeds were right here. And we'll- yeah, come on, dickweeds. God, I, I, I want that to happen so bad now. But she just calls them all dickweeds. Oh, maybe that should be... This right here should be the picture, too. Oh, Erica's streaming right now, by the way. Oh, cool. If you want to check out her stream uh, after this. This might be... Hold on, I'm going to send you this picture. This might be a good one for how Sid got her office back. Or I might just cut out her face. I think that would be hilarious. So, Sid... There's two interesting things about this. Sid saying, I got the kid into this mess and I'll get her out, which shows she's got a soft spot for Omega. Mm-hmm. And also, if you notice, she said, Muscles and I will rappel down to get this, showing how strong Sid actually is. She works out. She does work out, even though she's tiny with the, like you said, with the staff. Little baby arms. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you <laughs> sent me here. Yep, that's a good one. It's That'll not do. a dick pic. It's well, not that one. <laughs> still early. It's still early in the day, and it's mm-hmm. Sunday. And another, th- the third thing on this is Wrecker does not like heights. Wrecker no. does not like to rappel down. So, but notice he didn't say a word where normally he would be groaning, going, oh, <laughs> he knows Omega's in danger. That just shows how much Omega means to the. To the force, to the squad. Just really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So they get off. Get their the handy dandy and... repelling gear. Get their safety. <laughs> I like how they have their safety vests. Like their harnesses are like safety orange. Like you'd see them on some crossing guard. Yeah. Or the uh, safety patrol. Yep. Move along. Move, Move along. along. Nothing to see here. And they're repelling down while the ship's, you know, uh, up as. Up top. Mm-hmm. And I believe, wasn't Wrecker just groaning at this part because he was scared? He, I think he's he fighting through it. He's really facing his fears. And it, if you realize again, it's for Omega. Mm-hmm. It's definitely for Omega. 
so they're searching along in the cavern for the crates of spice and then something cracks and you know you hear this screech and then mm-hmm. uh record the loudest of all of them he whispers you know found one he found one of the crates so they attach it up and get it pulled up and you know like i said just pushed him out of the way it's like start looking for the other crates quietly and they pull the first crate up and here's the detail they're pulling on this did you notice the little individual strands going off mm-hmm. yep just really cool we're back in the bar we see roland down in handcuffs still next to omega <laughs> look at his face <laughs> that's not a bad cover either no what the ugh, you know we could make this a multi-cover yeah we can do lots of things with it we can do all the things ugh. oh when when sid's trying to get her office back in her sexy pose that's roland's face So, Omega's looking at the blaster that's laying there, and Roland tells her, you know, don't, they'll kill you. Yep. Because, you know, Omega's going to try something. And he's like, you know, if your friends don't return the spice, we're both dead, and that's what happens when you meddle in other people's business. And Omega's like, us, you're the one who took the parlor, you Dick. You dick. Dickweed. <laughs> dickweed. He's like, you know, it's the Durian way to take what you want. And my mother's perfected this. And she's like, she, Omega, your mother's a criminal too. And he's like, oh, you make it seem undignified. His space cowboy laughing. boots. Space cowboy boots. He's Look like, at him. she could see me now. Oh, they are. Yeah. You think he's like one of those rich kids who wants to be like a cowboy? You know what I mean? So they'll buy all the gear. You think he's, I don't know. Maybe they, he gets them from some guy named Maurice. That <laughs> some people call him a space cowboy. Space cowboy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and some people call him Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> those are 100% space cowboy boots. They really are. Look at the bottom of them. I know a cowboy boot when I see it. They really are. That's what that is. You sure they're not space Uggs? Suggs? (laughs) I mean, it kind of looks like it. Okay, rocking his Suggs. His Suggs, but I think you're right. I think they're space cowboy boots. Space boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Right. Um, carry on <laughs> carry on omega ruby comes up to omega and Ome- omega These aren't, just... this isn't the footwear you're looking for <laughs> or is it <laughs> or is it might be go see maurice go see maurice and it all comes full circle yep uh <laughs> ruby's just happy as can be with omega petner and roland goes ruby doesn't take a liking to many people you know, he's just kind of impressed that she likes her. And Omega's like, don't worry, Ruby. We'll get it out of here. Next thing you know, we see the crates coming up. Two more crates. Yeah, and you know this is just going to go off without a hitch. It's going to go so smooth. Oh, 100%. No problems. Yeah, this is get, Star Wars. Nothing ever happens. They'll get the spice back up. Everybody's going to shake hands, shake tendrils, whatever, and then go about mm-hmm. their merry way, see each other at the... Um, uh, oh, crap. What's the Star Wars version of Christmas? 
They had the they had the holiday special. They call it. Oh, something. what is? I tried to block Shit. that out. Shit! I can't think of what it is now. I had a thing. Now I don't have the thing. Star Hanukkah. <laughs> Put on your star yamaka. <laughs> Here it comes Star Hanukkah. Star Hanukkah. It's Star Shabbat. Uh, um. Drink your space gin and tonica. <laughs> And have uh, your Wookiee Wanaka. <laughs> what do they call it here? Kyle will it, find it. I'll go on. I'm on it. It was a Lego thing. It was like Star Wars Lego episode. It was. It was the Lego uh, holiday episode that came out this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. The one on Netflix. No, it was on um, Disney. Oh, was it? It was on Disney. It actually was really good. They do a really good job with those Lego Star Wars. I, I love the Lego stuff. And the Lego games are amazing, but I love the Lego movies. Like some of my favorite Batman movies, like in my top. Lego Batman. Lego Batman is in like my top three favorite Batman movies. I'll Just, go with that. They're really well done. Life Day. I call it Life Day. Life Day. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, they've secured crates where they say three and four, that leaves two left because there's six crates. And tech goes, it's almost nighttime. And you see, oh, uh, or not tech, uh, Echo does. And then tech's sitting there fiddling with something. He goes, I'm preparing for that possibility. Don't worry. So they send the straps back down. And you know what's bad when Wrecker is um, winded? Mm Mm-hmm. These things must be heavy as hell, but notice Sid isn't. She's like, rest later, crates now. They're riding up on the crates, looking around. And oh, and Wrecker's just squirming. And, but ironically, Sid's the one who bumps into one of the mine carts that was hanging. Good job, and Sid. just falling. Good job, Sid. Get under poor Wrecker. Yeah, wasn't even Wrecker's fault. So... I love how you can you can tell even though he's got his helmet on with his mm-hmm. face mask, you can still kind of tell what his facial expression would be. Like oh, terror! It sell well, yeah. His when he's disappointed, when he's scared, or whatever, it still sells through his helmet somehow. The it's voice just, acting is just top notch by yeah. D. Bradley Baker. It really is. Next thing you know, here comes the swarm, and Wrecker's yelling, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" <laughs> And he's screaming, and Sid's like, you know, watch the spice. And Tech goes, well, this should distract him. And he just throws it down. He's like, incoming. You'd think he'd go, cover your eyes. Now he's yeah. just like, here, here it comes. I love how, like, when any so fight scenes were like, so record, he does good against humanoid type things. Like, he's ready mm-hmm. to kick ass. He's going to fight. He's going to punch or whatever. But icky things, things that you'd be like, this is an icky thing, because these are basically bats. I right. think bats fall into the icky thing category, and he's all just like freaking out and flopping yep. around. He doesn't yeah. do well with icky things. No. Or heights. Well, that bomb scares them all off, and Wrecker's like, I'm okay. Next thing you know, you see the batch delivering the spice to the pikes. Mm-hmm. And the pike goes, since the spice has been returned, the matter between us is resolved. And he says, but not with you. Over to Roland. Bum, bum, bum. 
and Omega's going with Ruby. They put Roland's head down on the ground, and they're Mexican crime syndicating it right now. Yeah, he's better get cartelled. Yep, he's got his uh, he's got his knife out. And what was it Omega said? He made a mistake. That's all. You know, don't do it. And Sid's like, you're right. Notice how Sid backs up Omega now. A lot. Like no, she's a little I think partial. This goes, I think this goes beyond Omega making Sid money. I think she's actually partial towards Omega at this oh, point. Oh, definitely is. Definitely is. I think she's partial towards Omega and Wrecker. More than any of them. They're like, well, one's like her dumb son. Mm-hmm. And then one's she just like almost like grandmotherly to Omega, I think. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs a drug smuggling crime lord grandma figure in their life. Why not? Why not? Build Teach a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, like, here, shove this up your ass. Learn a trade. Oh, okay. Thanks, grandma. Yeah. We're smuggling cocaine today. <laughs> as long as it doesn't burst, you'll burst, you'll be okay. Oh. Imagine, imagine Record just walking all tight. What's wrong, Record? What's got up your ass? Nothing. Can you imagine Wrecker if it burst and he just went on this huge bender? Oh. <laughs> oh, everywhere. Oh. Sid drugs. tells him, you know, kill him. <laughs> drugs are funny. Space cocaine. Kill him and you'll be starting a war with Issa Durand. And she's like, you know, do you want that heat right now? Just... Call it a bad deal and walk away. And the pike looks at her and says, we do not accept bad deals. And all of a sudden raises his knife up and slash. Mm -hmm. And Roland's like, ah, and they cut off a horn. So now he's got the chubs. He's got a half horn. Mm -hmm. He's like, consider our deal finished. It would not be wise to cross our paths again. What do you think they're going to do with it? Like make a necklace out of it? Uh, I believe we've all seen... Futurama. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the lower horn. <laughs> the Fry's lower horn. Well, this, they're going to try this because they don't know about the lower horn, apparently. Mm-hmm. They're going to grind it up. It's like pepper. The main event, as you would say, is a little further to the south. <laughs> Did you just spit Coke out all over your keyboard? Almost. <laughs> I caught it. You should, uh, we should put that on our profiles. What, the main event's a little further to the south? Yes. So to speak? The main event is a little further to the south. Yeah. Not too far. Not too far. You don't have to look very far. No, but you have to look hard. We're... we're, we're <laughs> Chris and Kyle, always ready. Always ready. Dick jokes. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Ladies. Like, dick jokes come here once a week. Come twice. <laughs> How often you want? Well, we've been doing two. I didn't mean that. We're doing two episodes a week. <laughs> or maybe you're that. You didn't mean it, but it worked out well. Yeah, I thought it, I knew as soon as I said that. I was like, "Son of a bitch." Uh, that's great. <laughs> We're right at the end of the episode. <laughs> We're so close to finishing without anything. But here it is. Come early, come often. Come early, come often. Omega returns. Ruby to Roland. She's like, are you okay? And Roland's like, it's a small price to pay. Laughed if they would have. Have you ever seen like cattle get dehorned? Yes. I was waiting for him like to rub a little something on his nub. Oh, no. 
Well, at least they didn't band his horn. Ah, oh, man, it takes forever to fall off. Yes. I mean, it goes numb first, and then it falls off, but still. Roland walks off. <clears throat> so I don't think this is the last we're going to see of Roland. Nope. Especially think... because he said, this isn't the last you'll see of me. Yes. No. <laughs> Curse you! Curses! Curse you, goggles! Um, Omega... This shows empathy again on Omega's part, how empathetic she is. This is why I kind I kind of think she's force sensitive. Sid, or I meant Sid Omega is. Omega, yeah. I could be wrong. She Sid just could be just separate great tactician, great tactician, but mm -hmm. I don't think this is the last we're going to see of Roland. I think this is setting Roland up for a return either in 13, 14 or 13 or 14, 15 or 16 or next season. Because they have announced season two already. Yeah. Actually, I think they've announced seasons two and three. Really? I can't remember. I know they at least announced season two. Okay. But Sid's like, come on, first round's on me. And Wrecker's like, you owe us more than that. And Sid's like, don't push your luck. And then Hunter's just, you know, always there with Omega, puts his hand on Omega's shoulder, and they just kind of look at each other. And Hunter's like, why did you stick up for him after what he did? So Omega's kind of the, again, we've said this before, the conscience, the emotional part of Clone mm -hmm. Force 13. She's the Omega to their alpha. She is the Omega, literally. Because they're all alpha males. And they and are all alpha males. And she's the Omega to their alpha. Like, it's the yin and the yang. It's the balance. We found a it, thing. We found the balance to the Force. Yeah, it was here the whole time. And, <laughs> good one. She, dog's under me freaking out about something. She has to, Omega has to explain why she does stuff with emotional thought to them. Because to them, you know, they're soldiers. They're, mm -hmm. this is cut and paste for yeah. them. Very black and Omega's white. Omega's like. Not a lot of gray area. No. Omega's like, I don't know. Ruby likes him. Maybe he's not all bad. And we zoom out and fade away. And cut episode. So, thoughts? I liked the episode. I thought, I mean, it wasn't my favorite episode. But it wasn't bad. No. No. It, it, it did, I mean, it had the filler, the filler feel. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I watched it again. And, like, we kind of talked about it a little bit because mm -hmm. one of my fears is the show becoming more episodic and you know what i mean instead of interconnected yeah, yeah something that you can just pick up at any time and watch it and that's not what i want out of, out of this particular show right like i want i want a full and complete story how we started and we're going to have an ending regardless of how it ends right and you know i there's certain shows that i like that you can just pick up whenever mm -hmm. and watch them and this is not for one of my all-time favorite um series of anything you know star wars stuff i don't want episodic in star wars i, I see that i'll agree with that mm, i want a story <laughs> give me a story mm -hmm. uh i don't i think they're setting up i've just got this gut feeling they're setting up for something either roland comes in to help them because basically omega saved roland I mean, there's no basically she did. She absolutely saved Roland. If we don't see him again in this series, I believe we we may see him um, maybe in Mandalorian because uh, he's young yeah. here. 
I think we'll see him pop up again as something new and do something based off of what we saw here. Like he'll help somebody or he'll do something good. Right. And I don't know how long his species lives either. I don't either. What do we say he was? Uh, hmm. I forgot his species already. The uh, Durians. So I'll look it up. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, have a good evening, morning, night, whatever time it is. Uh, be good to each other and join the Discord. Hop in the conversations with us. Come hang out and chat and come hang out and stream whatever you guys want to and and uh, help us keep pushing this thing forward because mm -hmm. we, we really enjoy doing it and we hope that we you do. guys like it. And more word of mouth helps us, like Kyle saying, get it mm -hmm. out and helps us grow the show. The more, the more people we get, the more fun the discussions can get, the yep. more um, successful more. this podcast can be. And without you all, we, we can't accomplish that. So mm -hmm. we appreciate everything you all do yep. listening to us. And, oh, oh, real important too. Um, by the time you guys listen to this episode, this will be out on Wednesday. We are back to original content um, for a while until Hawkeye basically comes out. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, or, you know, we'll do a, we'll finish this up and then we'll do a Nerky off of a couple movies here and there, but nothing weekly because there's no series out that we're going to do Nerky on as far yep. as I know. Uh, but we will have the lovely Erica Clash on for the following Monday. Yep, so that episode should drop, we think, in the uh, 2nd of August, a week from tomorrow. Yep, that's yep. that's what we're gunning for. So you guys be ready for that one. It'll be fun. Good times. It'll be, a, it'll be something way different than anything we've ever done. Mm -hmm. so, with that, thank you all very much. We'll see you. Nerd thank you. Have a good one. Rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made up word.